This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Yeah, and first of all, how has Joe Gomez been since returning from international duty? And what did you make of how England handled that whole situation with Raheem Sterling? First of all, it's really a... He's good. He's better than good. Everything is fine. So how most of the time when you, when somebody gives you an information and you deal not really, not you personally, but as well, not really sensible with it, it's just always make it bigger than it is and then discuss it five weeks and stuff like this. So we are not even... Um, the, the, the people involved um, were fine. I don't know. Pretty quick. Again, so things like this happen in a football environment happen. That's how it is. It's a, it's a big challenge to ask the boys for pretty much everything in the game to play against each other. The next day you meet each other and have to play together for something. So that's how it is. It's a, just a challenge. It was always like this. So there's absolutely nothing to say about. And uh, Gareth and, and, and uh, English FA deal with it like they thought it, it's right. I, I cannot judge that because I was not in the situation. But uh, the most important thing is that the, the players are absolutely okay. And, and better after that, so all okay. Nothing else to say about it, really. It's also shown that your side isn't a side that generally loses focus or, or gets complacent. So I just wonder, what do you feel now is the biggest threat to you in the title race, given the advantage that you have? We don't think about the title race. The biggest challenge for us is facing constantly questions about it. It's probably like this, but um, apart from that, it's a completely normal. Um, so far, it's a normal season. We we, we never made it um, the season where we have to or whatever. We have to. It's just the season we, we are in. Uh, we play as good as we can. We we try to get as many points as we can. And the the challenges are the 26 teams we, oh, not 26, but the 26 games we have to play. And um, and the next one is Crystal Palace. And uh, when we talk about that, maybe a couple of minutes today, then. Um, uh, then it's, uh, we will realise it's a challenge. Everybody knows that, and that's, um, these challenges are big enough, so we don't need any others, and we don't think about anything else. Before we talk a little bit more about Crystal Palace, though, I have to ask you <laughs> what you make about Jose Mourinho's return to the Premier League with Spurs, and obviously Maurizio Pochettino having gone. Yeah, welcome back, Jose. <laughs> obviously, it's nice to to have him back. Yeah? So he was. Desperate, you, know, you, you could see in the in the time when he was not in. Um, but on the other side, it's of course then um, Mauricio is not there anymore, and that shows, of course, how how quick things change nowadays. That's how it is. It's, I think around about five months ago we we, we played each other in the in the Champions League final, um, and now he's on holiday, and I hope he can enjoy it. To be honest, he was a, was a very he did a brilliant job at Tottenham. Nobody doubts that. Uh, everybody knows that. Um, he's an outstanding coach, um, great guy, left and right of the games, I would say. So it's like I really enjoyed the challenges we on the games we played against each other. It was my first game in the Premier League against him, so I have, we have quite a kind of a, a history together. Um, so, but I'm, everybody knows that pretty much all the jobs available or not available, Moitzu will be um, in contention, I think, and. Um, yeah, so everything will be fine. But of course, that um, was a was a big one. It was um, when I heard it first, I I couldn't really believe it in that moment. But then a couple of hours later, 
we had already the solution. So that's how it is. And um, yeah, I, I really hope that that Mauritius can can enjoy the the few days, weeks, months. I don't know. Off will not will not last long, and then he will be back. Yeah, and Jose is highest motivated, obviously. So that will be that will be interesting as well. I'll ask you about Crystal Palace, if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, why have they proved such a difficult opponent in the past for Liverpool and for other top teams? Oh, that's a, it's a quality. Eh? Oh, especially the home games for them are, are, are pretty special because they are. It's a really nice atmosphere there. Um, they they make it difficult. Just it's a it's a special place to go, 100%. And they have they have the quality. Eh? I think. Um, they had not the most spectacular transfer window, maybe in in the summer, uh, but working longer together, knowing more about each other, can can improve squads as well, um, especially with such an experienced manager like Royce. And um, so that works really well. And um, they had a really good start in the season, and now it's yeah. But with the opponents they had, it was not not that clear, like somebody would imagine. They made it tough for everyone. I saw the Leicester game, the full 90 minutes. From other games, I saw saw summaries, and um, so yeah, they are now working longer together. You can see the 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 the, the patterns are, are more obvious. Stuff like this, so how they defend, how they counter, and that makes it anyway difficult. Nobody expects from Crystal Palace even a home game that they um, will have 70, 80 percent possession against us. So they enjoy defending compact, and then know that they are proper threat in. In the counter attack, so that makes it really tough with the quality depth, especially when you think about how they could the first foremost Sahar Townsend and then Ayu in the counter attack is really is really um, tough to defend, and um, we have to make we have to find solutions for that. That's how it is, and will be interesting. You always spoken highly about the mentality of your team, and I was reading that you've brought Lee Richardson on board as a sports psychologist. Are you seeing the fruits of his labours already? Yes, but it's not that he's not. We, we, are not uh, we don't test him. It's not like this. We are, it's not like we let's have a look if the boys um, um, behave better. So it's. Um, I think around about 20, 25 years ago, there were no goalie coaches in football. I mean, we had the, 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 the head coach did the goalie training by himself. We had no athletic coaches. It was all our job pretty much, and so the teams around the team became bigger. And now the next thing was then, of course, with. With psychology, especially with sports psychology, was another another thing where people thought, "Really, do you need that?" Um, and, and stuff like this. So that's a it's a job to do. But I cannot read really test because I'm not involved. It's not that I tell him, speak to him, and he comes to me. I spoke to him. That's a completely confidential thing. So what he's what he's doing with the players, um, I'm not I'm not involved. I have my part to do with the boys, and do that like I did it before. I didn't give didn't give anything to to Lee and tell him. So, thank God I don't have to do that anymore. Now you can can uh, have these uh, uncomfortable talks or whatever. That's not like it is. It's just a, uh, an add-on for all the things we we try to deliver and try which we try which we try to make sure that the boys are in the best hands. And with Lee Richardson especially, the good thing is that he was a player himself, that he was a manager himself. Um, and then he decided to become a sports psychologist. A really interesting career, fantastic, fantastic person, which is important because you then you know, don't have to convince the boys to to talk to him. It's 
it's easy. He's a really, really interesting person, and um, so the boys enjoy it for sure that he's around, and when you need him, you can use him. Jürgen, in terms of player availability this weekend, how are you looking squad-wise? I'm thinking of the injuries with Mo and, and Andy and Joel. And, and is Virgil van Dijk available for selection? In a moment, yes. Virgil is 100% available. So, um, but it's the time of the year we spoke about that. People, players get out of the squad overnight, unfortunately, with um, some other things, um, like when they are getting sick or, or ill or whatever. Um, yeah. Is about from the others. Um, it's like I, I cannot say 100. percent I don't I don't know 100. Um, percent It's a, today's a very important session to judge that with, especially with the players who came back late. Um, means that um, Fabinho and and Bobby and Ali played uh, on Tuesday. Gini Van Alden played on Tuesday. So we have these these players where we have to really need to have a look. How do they react and, and what makes sense for them and not. So it's always like it is the, the first game after international is you have to wait until the last second pretty much to make the decisions. And there's no nobody came back with a serious injury or something like that. That's not. But we have still to look how they how they are. What about Mo, Mo Salah though? Because I know that there's that ankle problem just seems to be yeah. niggling away still there. Yeah, true. But yesterday he trained. Today before he tra he trained the whole time since he's here. Um, but all only the things we wanted him to do. And today, how I said, another important session to see um, how it looks, and then we can make a decision. But it's it's not that it got worse, but it's still kind of there. Yeah, it's still there. So that's a, that's the problem. And um, yeah, how we have to be sensible and and yeah, really with things like this. But um, no, I, I didn't make a decision. So if I would have made a decision, probably I wouldn't have told you now. But um, that, it's true. I, I have to see the session today. Michael. Yeah, in some ways, it's been a difficult 12 months for, for Dejan Lovren. He's been out of the team and um, injury problems, and then when he was fit, other people had taken his place, and he slipped down the pecking order. Uh, how would you assess his recent contribution since he's come back into the side? Good. Very good, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It was always Dan Lovren is highest quality centre half. That's how it is. Does he have weaknesses? Yes, like you all, <laughs> and, and 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 I have. So that's how it is. But not a lot, and not in a football sense. So it's um, an outstanding centre half. And that's really that's why it was always clear that we that we want to keep him. Um, but in football, a lot of things um, are. About momentum, so you are not in, you are injured, whatever, and other players with the quality we have um, on that position um, establish themselves, play well, have rhythm, all that stuff, and then you have to wait and you have to, to carry on working like it is. Um, it's pretty much like it is for Joe a little bit. Joe is a sensational player, um, but the things work out, and we, need, we have now the games where we have to make changes, and thank God, then hopefully they all have a little bit of rhythm. And we can make changes. So that's that's how it is. But um, I'm not surprised that that Dejan is uh, is doing well because that's the reason why he's here. Uh, no international football now until March, which is certainly a good thing from your perspective. But now we're hitting that period where there's a game every three days. Uh, how do you deal and with the that? Press conference. Yeah, as well. And I know that's a treat for you, but. 
How do you deal with it on a day-to-day -day basis because there's not a, a great deal of time for players to train? And then when you know, you've got to assess them, how do you assess periods of rotation and you know, who you'd, you'd, you'd want to sort of change for, for various games? There's no long-term plan, but we are, I, I should be used to it. Now it's my fourth time that I that I faced the period this period. So, um, but there's no long-term plan that we say, okay, we, we play. Um, I don't know when we play Watford, for example, but I think it's somewhere in December. I think about that game, or it's we be going out to Crystal Palace, and um, yeah. Then on Wednesday, I think we play Napoli. So, but I have no clue in the moment who will play against Napoli. And after that, we play Brighton. I have absolutely no idea who we play against Brighton. So it's just to have to make find solutions for the specific moment. There will be moments when you play Wednesday, Saturday, for example, stuff like this, or even worse in, the, in, the, in late December, um, where we have to think about something like that, who fits better for this opponent, stuff like that. But that's not in a moment. That's not a moment. So we have to make sure that they all are um, absolutely in a, in a top shape. Um, and whenever we... Yeah, somebody has to start that is really there, knows about all the things we have to do on the pitch, um, is ready to contribute, is ready to, to deliver, um, to use his skills and stuff. That's how it is. But there's no, I don't think if other managers do it differently, but I can't. It's not that I know who plays in two weeks and stuff like this. So we really have to, to make sure we are ready for the next game, recover, have another look, and then make a decision for that game. Um, you've got Shakiri back now. Just wondering um, how, how much ground he's got to make up to become sort of a viable option for him. Just to train you, said that you, you is no other reason and nothing else. He was now really long into that. I think it was five weeks or so. Probably five. And um, so to get the the match fitness again that takes time as well. So if he felt that this week, he trained this week, did not all the same thing like the the players who had absolutely nothing. So we we we, we still. Um, yeah, gave him some different things to do, um, but that's it. Apart from that, now he should be completely fine. There's no reason to 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 rush it now. But it's nice to have him back. We saw a lot of really nice things in training this week. It was really good. Um, but it's intense for him in a moment. So he need to get used to the intensity again, and then everything will be fine. Yeah, um, there's been speculation about Shakiri's future again. I mean, is there any sense of frustration that you're seeing in training and if there is, how do you reassure him that he still has a place to fight for this team? If somebody's not playing, he was five weeks into the hatch. That come, if that is then seen as a period where he cannot play, I cannot help the people. Um, and before that, yes, maybe we spoke about that at that time, that we didn't have exactly as many games as he wanted to, but that's, that's, pretty, much, that's pretty much all. So there's nothing else to say. So really, we don't think like this. I, I, when I'm with him, he's completely happy, completely fine here, and speculations are speculations and nothing which we can change. Um, uh, no, really, I, I can't. I, I have no idea what I could say about that. So, of course, he has a future here. So, but we all speak about the future always, so until the season ends. So that's how it is. And then maybe a player is coming to me or not, or we have different plans in a moment. Nobody thinks about that. In a moment, we are completing the season, and there in this season is a very, very important um, player for us. 
obviously you did a lot of different options in attack, aside from the front three, because I'm sure the back back in the last season the, the impact he can have, especially oh, yeah. at the bench. Oh, but he needs to be fit for that, eh? so that's, that's that's all what we are concerned about in the moment, because it, it just he cannot be. He did rehab, blah blah blah, long, and now he, he trained, and it was really how I said, it was really good in moments, and other moments he saw okay, that's different to the rehab stuff he did before. So that's how it is. But good, very good. The, the, how it be. We said already the most intense period is coming up now, and yeah, so um, he will be ready for that. Hopefully, if nothing happens again, and then yeah, you will see him on the pitch 100%. James, you all good? Yeah. Okay, guys. Okay. Thank you. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.